Welcome back to Warrior Moms. I am Michelle. And I'm Amy. And we are Warrior Moms because we have both lost children. I lost my son, Alec, uh, four years ago. And Michelle? I have lost Carter um, seven years ago already. Yeah. Just next week. Just next week. So I think today we're going to kind of talk about how we tell our story to other people. Yes. Oof. Oof. And the dreaded question, right, that that people ask us. What's your most dreaded question? Um, How many children do you have? Yes. Yeah. Or do you have other children, you know? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Yes. So what do you do? How do you answer? I say, oh, we have three children, Mm -hmm. you know, because we do. Right. And I say, you know, and then they'll say, oh, well, sometimes that's good enough. Right. Other times it's like, okay, well, how old are they? And I'm like, oh, they're 28, 22, and 11. Oh, well, where are they? And then that's where it comes that's in. The, yeah, that's, that's the, the heavy one. Yes. And you're like, okay, how long do I want to be here? Yeah. How, you know, like, you just you decide at that moment, are you going to let them in mm-hmm. or yeah. not? Is it worth it? Is it worth the time? Is it worth that look? Yeah. And that, oh, I'm so sorry. And the... right. All the things that we all know and yeah. we've all seen. Um, but I, I just typically say that, yeah, you know, we have, you know, we lost Alec or you just, it, it varies depending on the person. It right. really does. What and do where you, you are for that day too. Sometimes. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Because sometimes if I'm really bitter mm-hmm. that day, yeah, then it's not good to tell them. Yeah. <laughs> the whole story. <laughs> I mean, sometimes maybe, but yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's just better not to go there. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, all right. Mm-hmm. So what about you? How do you handle that question? Um, I, um, well, I guess it was some grief group. Mm-hmm. And it was actually not um, on child loss, but it was a book that I had read about um, losing your spouse. And it was, um, you know, write your story in three sentences. Mm-hmm. Um write it on two, three pages of notebooks again and again and again, say it out loud, cry and get it all out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really that um, muscle memory. And so um, for me, I, I can remember just like it was yesterday, I hadn't done, I hadn't read that yet. And I had gone to one of Greta's soccer games, um, you know, right after we lost Carter. And um, I didn't have that situated. And of course, oh, do you have any mm-hmm. other children? Mm-hmm. Um, and I just stumbled my way through the answer yeah. and, you know, like I, I just did. cried. Like I just did, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just, oh, it's just, abs- it's so sad that it's just to say it out loud again. It may, it seems silly, but then it's real, yeah. you know, even though of course it's real, but. But, you know, you so said hard. that muscle memory and here we are, you know, four years out and seven years out. And I do have that muscle memory now, you yeah. know, yeah. I, I can, they're like, oh my gosh, what happened? Right. And, and you can say it. And I could, yes, you just say it almost like you're saying, yes, I'll take a latte with, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I cream. have my three sentences <laughs> and I, um, it is, um, you know, yeah, this is going to be really hard for you to hear, but I have a son, 17, who is in heaven and I have Greta and whatever age mm. she is currently, who's here on earth and I'm so thankful I'm their mom. Oh. And those are my 
three. Of course, I'm an English teacher, so they're yes. long sentences. Yes, of course. They're <laughs> compounded and all that yes. kind of stuff. Yes. But, uh, yes. So, yeah, and that. I kind of feel like, you know, at first I felt so guilty and I, you know, for many years just dreaded so much. I mean, I still dread it to a point, but dreaded it so much. You know, guilty for just dumping such a horrific, sad story on somebody at 9 a.m. on a Saturday morning at a soccer game. <laughs> um, but the three sentences help. Like, you know, it became, um, you know, it was still hard for somebody to hear. But um, what I've decided is kind of my, one of my purposes for life is just, you know, helping people learn how to deal with deep grief and how to, you know, show up for somebody. And so part of that is in telling my story, they're now becoming part of my healing journey, but then also it's a teaching moment. That's good. Yeah. That's great I don't know, but <laughs> it, feels good, right? yeah. it feels good to, but it on my true. side anyway. Well, and I love, um, I, I do, I don't feel guilty when I tell people. That's good. Um, yeah, I don't have guilt, but like I said, I do choose mm-hmm. when to say it and when not to say it. Um, and like I said, I don't feel, I don't know that I'm proud to say it, but I, I kind of am. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, we have three kids. Right. And then like, well, I'm not going to lie to you. Right. You know, but. One know. time I did only say I had one child and for the next two weeks, I mean, I was just. I, I would have felt guilty. Then. Oh, I just bawled and cried. Yes. And, I mean, I just. You I don't know physically why you said ill. It. Yeah. yeah, it was I was trying to do what you did yeah. by trying to shorten the conversation. Yeah. Um and gosh, that was absolutely awful. But I have learned how to say it too though. I know this is I'm going back, I'm joking backwards, but I remember early on I didn't know what to say and so yeah. you just say things, you know. And so I said, Yeah, we have three kids and there she was like, Oh, well, where are they? And I, you know, well, Chase is in Athens because he was in Athens at the time and um, and she's like, well, where's your other one? And I was like, oh, he lives in heaven. She yeah. Goes, oh, where's that? Oh. And, and I was like, um, like with Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and I did. Oh, I, felt bad. I mean, I felt bad for that poor girl because yeah. not only was she, you know, she was the nurse in the ENT office for Leyland. She's like, oh, where's that? Yeah. <laughs> Thinking heaven, Georgia. <laughs> Haven't you heard of it? <laughs> it's next to LJ. Exactly. You know, so I did kind of feel bad. In that moment, but at the same time, I was like, yeah, you know, what do you do? But so I have kind of learned how to say and what to say. Yes. Um, but a lot of times I avoid the that kind of question altogether because I don't want to get that pity look. Right. That, oh. I know. And it's, it feels heavy. You mm-hmm. know, even if you're like, oh, you know, try to slough off yeah. the look. It's still something that you carry around that day. Yes. It's weird, but it you is. really do. Well, and my response, and still I do this, which is, and I know I, that people say, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, oh, it's fine. No. Yeah. It's not No. Fine, but right. I say that to make them feel uh-huh. better. Yeah. You know? Yes. And I that's know. where I'm like, it's fine. I'm like, well, now I've now started going, well, it's really not, but I'm okay. Yeah. I started saying, 
Yeah, when um, when somebody would say that, you know, mm-hmm. oh, I'm so sorry, and you know, I would say, I know it's just absolutely awful, mm-hmm. you know. And then it's like, well, you're both saying it's awful, and yeah. then what do you? Well, where do and you go you next? You know, yeah. Um, so can and I have chocolate? On yeah, you, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I started saying, um, but I'm so thankful that yeah. Carter was mine. Yeah, and yeah. you know, and then that's kind of a nice closure, and then I can you know talk about Greta or talk about. Chocolate ice cream. Yes, whatever, whatever <laughs> exactly. Um, when you know, when you say you avoid, what what places do you avoid? In the beginning, I avoided every place. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I avoided the grocery store mainly because it was a trigger for me. But even when I would go in there, because we have a very small grocery store close to where we live, and um, you always see everybody, you know, yeah. and you would get those looks. You know, and that's where um, I also, for a few years, would avoid um, drop-offs. Oh, yeah. And, like, if it was a big birthday party or something where all of Layla's friends are, Mm -hmm. I just didn't want to. I would either, I would show up a little late. Uh Uh-huh. And I would either get there Shorten those conversations, yeah. And avoid the whole. Small talk. The small talk. Yes, because I don't, I can't do small talk anymore. I can talk. Anybody, or used to. I used to talk to anybody all day, every day about anything. Right. Small talk, champion of the world. Now I'm like, no, I'm not. I don't want to small talk. Right. I avoid the places that have small talk. Yeah. Is is, yeah. That's what I I avoided. Um, going to like a salon. I could not get my hair cut or colored for. Gosh, it was at least two years. All small talk, right? Yeah. It's like I just couldn't stomach the thought of sitting in the chair. And then you can't move on. You know, you can't end your conversation like in the grocery store and then say, okay, bye, and walk away. No, you're stuck. (laughs) You're stuck in that chair. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a major one. Um, And like joining new groups, you know, so things that I enjoy um, whether it's like playing tennis or, mm-hmm. um, you know, just like a, a book club or, you know, I, I have not joined any of those for that very reason. I've just now, um, this past year, started doing some of those things because it is hard to tell the story. Yeah. But when you do tell the story and then, you know, we said that people are like, oh. and then, but you do run into friends and they say they'll look at you, and they know the whole story, mm-hmm. and you haven't seen them in two years, right? And they look at you, and they're like, "Oh my god, I can't believe you're here!" Like, where yeah. else would I be? Right? <laughs> or they'll say, "You're so strong," or my favorite is, "I just don't know how you do it." Right? Yeah, I don't know how you do it. What how do, do you, you say? Well, I'm like, well, I mean, what else would I do? You know, I, I do it because this is all. This is all all the choice I have. Right. You know, I can yeah. either do it or not do it. And so I choose to do it. You know, I was a single mom for 11 years. And I worked full time, went to school at night, raised Alec. Wow. Yeah. Um, until he was 11 um, is when Jeff and I married. So, and people would tell me, they would hear all this stuff. And I went to the gym. Wow. I know. You know? <laughs> and so... That's where people would say, gosh, I just don't know how you do it. And yeah. I'm like, well, I just do it. I wasn't given a choice. Yeah. You know? Right. And here again, I wasn't given a choice. God didn't ask me, 
people, do you want to do this? Yeah. You know, not one of us would say, yes, please. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. but we do. We make the best of the situation at hand. And we just keep going. And we keep making the decision to keep going. I know. And I think that's, you know, we talked about that in that first episode of, of who we are mm-hmm. and why are, we're warrior moms. And I think, you know, for those of you that are listening and, and um, you know, to think about, first of all, to write your story, right? To, yeah. to know what that story is. Um, I really suggest that exercise, do it in three sentences. Yeah. Um, even as a, a grandparent or um, an aunt or uncle, you know, you have to tell the story too um, and, and know what that is and what mm-hmm. you're going to say. Um, yeah, I, I just think it's important to, I don't know, to see that this is our story and that, yes, it's hard, but um, it's real and it's more, you're honest. And by doing that, I think we gain our own kind of inner strength with it. And, yes. and yeah, it becomes muscle memory, but it also, um, you know, keeps our children's name out in the world, and, mm-hmm. and that feels good. Yes, having their name out there, but also whenever I say Alex's name, it comes along with adv- advocating, mm-hmm. you know? What do you mean? Bringing awareness. Um, I'm advocating for people in recovery. Yeah. A lot of times, a lot of Alex's story goes along with addiction recovery, mm-hmm. that addicts do recover. And, you know, addiction is a huge issue in our area. I think it's probably nationwide. It's a huge area. Mm-hmm. You know, we're losing a lot of our youth right now. Gosh, yeah. To overdoses and fentanyl and just, I mean, there's just so much. It's a bigger problem than a lot of people know. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just need to talk about it. Absolutely. And that's... And, and all the resources that you know about locally, I'm sure when you talk to people, that has to be so helpful. I mean, you know, even if they don't, they aren't directly involved with someone with addiction, Yes, all of us know someone with addiction. And so it can be like, oh gosh, this, this friend just told me yes. about this place. Yes. And that is, you know, it's, it's I don't want to say it's easier, but it is. It's easier when your pain becomes your purpose. Yes. And that's a, such a great way to say yeah, that. You know, and so that's where, along with Alex's story and Alex's name, is I just, I do. I get, I am proud to say Alex's name. You know, it's one of those things where it's, some people won't say that, oh, my child died of an overdose or mm-hmm. that my child was an addict. You know, it, it, that's hard to admit. Those are yes. hard words to say. Yes. There's um, a social stigma. There's yeah. a social stigma. And there's a stigma about the parents. Like, you feel like... Oh, what did you do? Yes. What should you have she done? She was such a bad mom. Yeah. She has an addict for a child, you know, or right. an alcoholic. And, um, but I don't... We need to... It shouldn't be a taboo. hmm Oh, yeah. We need to stand up, and we need to talk about it, and... There was something else I was going to say. Well, and, and, and see the successes that you did have with Alec. Yes. And I know his successes, yes. you know. Because when he passed, he was he was living a great life in recovery. He was right. living a great life. And that is part of his story, you know. Yes. It, he was, I'm so proud of him. 
That is part of the story that I am so, so proud of. And I do want people to know that he did recover, you know? Yes. Um, and there's so many more out there. And that's why I do like to tell that story now. Right. You know? It's I, not something that you hide from anymore. No. Yeah. It's not because there were a lot of people hiding. I mean, and grief really is that way. And, you know, it's so similar to addiction in that way because it is this taboo. We don't talk about it, you know, yes. and especially when it's something that's um, out of the normal um, timeline, right? Yeah. That it's too much. It's too heavy. And, and it's a parent's worst nightmare, yes. right? And so no one wants to talk about that no, no, with you. No, they, they don't want to talk about it with you. They don't want to talk about the fact that you've lost a child because I can't imagine that being me. Yeah, they absolutely. They can't talk about addiction because they can't imagine it being, being their, in their family. Yeah. You know, their right. child or their husband or whatever. And so, yeah, you're right. It is a lot of, like, addiction. We have to make choices daily. Yeah. Just like people in recovery have to make choices daily. And what would you tell somebody, you know, that you run into someone in, let's say, the grocery store yeah. in the ice cream aisle. In the ice cream aisle. they tell you that they're, they've lost their child um, and they're grieving. Um what do you wish that person would say to that grieving mom? Give them a hug. Yeah. Just give them a hug. Yeah, because words, There's, I mean, words are wonderful, but there are no words for yes. these, right? Yeah. And like, and, and truly, it doesn't matter what they say. Like, it's okay. Everyone's like, oh, I don't want to yeah. say the wrong thing. Or Do you know, I think that one of the best things that people can say in that situation this is give them a hug and say, I'm so glad you're here. Yeah. I am so glad to see you today. You know? Yes. Yeah. And I get it too. And I'm, I think about you all the time. Like, I love that. I'm uh, glad, you could be lying to me. I don't care. But the fact that <laughs> you say that I think about you all the time because I know that you're thinking, you're not just thinking about me. You're thinking about Alec. And right. you're thinking about what we stand for together. Mm-hmm. Yes. You're thinking about our story. And it's yeah. met, and you know, one person at a time, hopefully we can make an impact. I know. Because I think we can as people, right? We can, we can like be kind and ask the questions and listen to hard stories. Yes. And it's all possible. It's all possible. I just think it's <laughs> funny how we went from one thing to a whole different, uh, this, you know, I know, I love I know. it. <laughs> this is talking to a person with ADHD. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we transitioned to a different part that we didn't know. So but it's still part of telling the story, right? I mean, it's the biggest part of my telling the story. Mm -hmm. It is the biggest part of my story, and I am. And it does get easier, right? It It does does. get easier. It does get easier. Um, And I think that's where, you know, and we've said this a little bit ago, but um, that everybody should do that. Write your story. Yes, write that three sentences. Mm -hmm. Write your story in three sentences, especially if you're newly bereaved. Yes. Because it is hard. To get it out sometimes. I mean, I even notice at our group sometimes when, yes. like, some of the new moms, oh, they're like, gosh. Yeah. I can't say his name. I can't. Yeah. They they can't speak the words. Yeah. And I remember writing it in that note, you know, the notepad. I mean, I just, you could hardly get through one sentence, let alone ten. Yes. 
And then to take those 10 sentences and walk into the bathroom and say them into the mirror was, oh my gosh, you know, like a feat I didn't think yeah. I could do. But the more that I said it and did it, um, and a lot of times when you important. say it, it becomes a reality, and that's hard. That reality is hard. Yeah, for sure. Um, but it's worth it to yeah. talk about our kids, no matter no matter what. If it's a hard story. Yeah. So <laughs> the journal challenge, the thinking challenge is: what are your three sentences? Mm-hmm. So we that hope way you, you can survive. That's right. And thrive. Get through it one breath at a time. Some days. One breath at a time. <laughs> right. Thanks for being here, guys. Bye. Bye.